0: This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 361. How to use the New York Times for an IELTS 8 or higher. Today we give you the highest
1: scoring, most impressive vocabulary from the New York Times that will definitely give you the highest IELTS speaking and writing scores.
0: What's shaking, Jessica?
1: How's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm sort yeah. my my mind is sort of steeped in, in politics today after watching yeah. Obama's uh, last his farewell address as president last night. Oh. I
0: know it's completely crazy. My roommate here was watching it, too. And I got home and she was glued to the TV and she was quite emotional. And I understand why it's a very emotional yes. speech, emotional time for the U.S., for people in the U.S. and the world as well. It- the whole world, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is our, our, you know, I don't know if, I- Obviously,
1: American politics are bit known and broadcast and looked at mm-hmm. and thought about globally, right? Yeah. Because of our connections and influence and whatever, globalization, and we're just huge. Um, yeah. and, but I don't think we've ever been in the spotlight, in the forefront of the news as much
0: as we are now. Like, it's, mm, it's absolutely. insane right? It's completely, yeah, it's huge right now. And so, yeah, I mean, how does this apply to IELTS? I mean, it's so, we talk a lot about the culture of thinking, right, about keeping up on the news and keeping up on new words and events. And how is this connected to IELTS?
1: So, um, as, as a teacher, I want to exploit every activity, right? Yeah. So, if I give you a news article to read, it's not just about the culture of thinking. You get the benefits, obviously, of, of uh, mm-hmm. thinking about different perspectives, high-minded ideas you could use on the speaking and writing exam, but I need you to exploit that for grammar and vocabulary as well. So, we're going to talk about vocabulary today, but just a quick note on how you could use this for grammar. Um mm-hmm. So we're focusing on the New York Times. This is like the pinnacle of um, of amazing writing, right? So yes. um, yeah. if you could find like three sentences that are complicated or complex and copy these whole sentences into your notebook yes. and try and um, emulate. I'm just full of vocab today. Try, <laughs> Ooh, Very nice one. Nice one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, try and uh, copy this structure yourself by applying it to different Ideas, obviously, but so that's how we could learn um, more grammar structures, but yeah. vocabulary. So we thought about this because um, I had a power hour yesterday. And one of the students, I was asking her how she was trying to elevate her vocabulary. Um, mm. because her essays are fantastic. Like the, wow. the main thing that she has to work on is working in more academic vocabulary. And she says that okay. she reads a New York Times article every day, but there's so much vocabulary vocabulary in there that she doesn't know. She's, like, not sure just where to start. Like, do you copy all these words? No. How do I choose words? What? Like, what?
0: <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: So, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the thing about the New York Times is because it is such high-level writing. Guys, there is no wrong word to choose. There yes. honestly isn't. You could seriously close your eyes and just point randomly. Yep. And that's <laughs> kind of what we did to
0: prepare for today, <laughs> right? Yeah. We, just, we sort of pointed, yeah. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're mm-hmm.
1: we're following this advice ourselves in uh, bringing you an example of how to use an article to learn vocab for the IELTS exam. So, um, as Lindsay and I were talking about in the beginning, uh, Obama's farewell address is mm. uh, to, uh, th- in the forefront of our minds right now and many people's minds. I was also yeah. crying as as I watched the speech. Um, mm. So, we got an article about that from the New York Times. And we're going to bring you guys three vocabulary words. And again, only three. Like, don't choose more than three from an article. And then we'll tell you how you can apply these on the exam.
0: Yeah, I love that. And also keep in mind, guys, this is good advice because the other students taking the exam are not doing this activity, right? Most likely they're not. The students sitting yeah. next to you in the writing test or in the speaking test. And so this is what's going to set you apart from the others and boost you up into that seven or eight range. Right, Jessica? <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, I think the, the New York Times is very daunting. It's very scary. And this is one of those examples of where like you have to push yourself and challenge yourself into scary situations in Mm -hmm. order to, um, level up,
0: as they say. (laughs) Level up. I like that expression. Okay. And this, okay. So should we just go ahead and dive into the, into the uh, sentences? Jessica, how should we do this? Yeah, let's
1: do it. So let's, let's read it. the
0: sentence as a whole and then okay. um, pick out the vocab word that is IELTS useful. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead with the first one. Here cool. it is. <clears throat> okay. President Obama, delivering a farewell address in the city that launched his political career, dis- declared on Tuesday his continued confidence in the American experiment. Ooh, I like that. But he I- warned. I- yeah, sorry. I love that the that phrase "American
1: experiment." Like I we're know, still, cool. like we're yeah. still a young country compared to other countries, right? We're still trying to evolve mm-hmm. and grow and get better. That's yeah. not the vocab
0: word we wanted to teach you. I'm just saying. I love, <laughs> I love that a, phrase. That's an add on. It's because I I don't see it phrased that way. I haven't seen no. that very often. The American experiment. That expression. Have you, Jessica? No, not at all. Yeah, this is, that's the like thing.
1: This is the culture of thinking. The different
0: perspective that we like to talk about. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Okay, and here comes the phrase, guys. So, but he warned in the wake of a toxic presidential election that equi- economic inequity, racism, and closed-mindedness threatened to shred the nation's democratic fabric. Wow. Oh, so God, well so written. Many good- so right on. Oh, There's so many good ideas in there. I wish we could just present all of them. Um. <laughs> yeah. And it's. I just want to note one thing. It's so funny to compare this writing to, for example, sometimes I scan around on MSNBC, the news there, and it's right. a totally different level. It's, oh, it's completely. a stark contrast, you know, and, and if you guys can just replace one news kind of filter with another, you'll immediately increase your... Vocabulary, totally. your confidence, your culture of thinking, and your IELTS score. Yeah. Oh, completely. I mean,
1: if, you know, if an IELTS examiner were giving scores to newspapers, um, yeah, all right New York Times would obviously be a nine, but there's sure. writing that I see even on like CNN or, mm. um, you know, some of these other like cable news, like you said, MSNBC, MSNBC. DSL,
0: mm-hmm. and like they're not nine. They're, it's not up there. It's very average. <laughs> It's very average, right? And it's getting <coughs> yeah. worse. It's getting worse. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. which which word in there okay. do you think is best or
1: uh, most so, easily
0: applicable for IELTS? Yeah. Absolutely. So we chose the word toxic. I love it. Right. So he said in the wake of a toxic presidential election. And I'm sure that our listeners, if they followed anything of American politics in the last four or five, six months, they'll know immediately what the word toxic means. If you've seen the election, you know how it was. Right. I mean, how would we describe the word toxic, Jessica? What would be some synonyms?
1: Yeah, I think, um, students might know this as, uh, coming from toxin or the word poison, right? Yeah. But the reason why this is high level is because it's used in a, in a more metaphorical sense. We're not like literally yes. like ingesting something to kill us. It's not like that right. poison, right? Um, right. so it's an adjective to describe things that are, um, full of negativity and damage, right? Mm. Love so, it, uh, it. it is, it is poisonous. It is, uh, uh, the, the rancor. I just can't stop with vocabulary. Oh, today. You're I'm going off fire. today. I like it. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> um, Fantastic. guys, I, th- I will put all of these words we're like spontaneously coming up with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll note these in the blog. Come back to IELTS.AllEarSEnglish.com. This is episode 361. Yes. Um, and yeah, all of these words will be in there. So the, <laughs> the, the rancor, the hate, the, you yes. know, these, the most like the darkest sort of human emotions that came mm. through in the presidential election. That's, that's what he's
0: talking about. That's toxic. Exactly. Know? A lot, yeah. a lot of deception, a lot of kind of. Hot air being blown around a lot yeah. of just negative media and attacking and ag- just aggressive actions. And my gosh, just toxic in general. So that's a great word. I love it. It's awesome. And the, just as a, like a
1: linking phrase, like a time phrase, um, in the wake of to yes. mean, and it just means like after. That's all mm-hmm. it means. It's just mm-hmm. such an amazing way to say after.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting, even to me as a native speaker, to yeah. consider again how good the writing is in the New York Times. I hadn't thought about it in a while, but it's true. It's excellent.
1: Yeah, I know, I think it. I think we take it for granted sometimes. We're we do. lucky, man. <laughs> okay. We do. Um let's see. So what was the the next word that we'd fa- the inevitably Rapture. rapture. Oh, rapturous. Oh my God. I love this word. Okay. So <laughs> yep, the sentence is, um, speaking to a rapturous crowd that recalled mm-hmm. the excitement of his path breaking campaign in 2008, mm-hmm. Mr. Obama said he believed even the deepest ideological divides could be bridged. Um, mm-hmm. again, like so many awesome words in here. I will put these complete sentences in the, in the blog post, guys. Um, so rapturous. This is another adjective. And guys, you need to start focusing more on adjectives and adverbs. This is is the easiest way to expand our vocabularies by adding these descriptions, right? So, Mm. um, Mm. rapturous crowd, and they were a rapturous crowd. So, rapturous is like completely like all in, like completely Mm -hmm. in in love with. All of your attention, all of your focus is on this one positive thing.
0: Yeah, it makes me think of the expression to be wrapped up in something, even though that's spelled with a W, but yeah to be That's wrapped true. up to be rapturous right, right? yeah that, that That's makes interesting. sense yeah I wonder hmm. if
1: it came from from the word rapturous and then it like evolved into the different spelling of the different <laughs> words that is interesting okay maybe so. yeah <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> Hello, wonderful IELTS students. If you are ready to learn all the strategies for giving the examiner what they need to assign you the highest marks on the speaking and writing exams, just like Anna from Brazil, who got a 7.5 in her writing and a 9 in speaking because of our course. Go to earsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Let's see. So where could we use these two words so far on the exam? Well, um, these are high level, right? So uh, mm-hmm. speaking part three, writing task two for sure. But as mm-hmm. these are adjectives, you could use these to describe negative and positive feelings or reactions or ideas in speaking mm-hmm. part one and part two as well. So you could use these all over. Like these, yeah. yeah, these descriptive words are easy to apply for sure. Absolutely. Um, okay.
0: What was what was the third phrase? Oh, well, our next one was etched, and yes. I'm trying to see where we found it in this article. Where I got it. I got it. Okay, you got. So, it. So
1: he says his words were nevertheless etched with frustration, a blunt coda to a remarkable day that laid bare many of the racial cross currents in the country. Mm oh it's just amazing okay so w- so etch like the the literal meaning the first yeah. uh definition of etched would be like to draw or sketch
0: yeah exactly right? or to so, carve to etch 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 your name yeah. in something to yeah oh, yeah permanently yes. drawn in something mm-hmm. there you go yeah that's more that's more specific um yeah so what would it what would it mean here yeah i'm trying to see, i'm trying to see where i can read it again which paragraph is it in
1: uh, same paragraph as rapturous. So, um, if we take okay. the literal meaning, it, the the imagery of the literal mm. meaning, it it tells yeah. us what it means in this metaphorical sense. So, like Lindsay sure. said, to like carve permanently, that yes. would be etch, right? So it says his words were etched with frustration. So yeah. his his words were uh, you could hear the frustration in his words. They yeah. were. Yeah. Helpful. they're pa- yeah yes. yeah so um how could we use this on the exam you could uh, mm. <laughs> excuse me again speaking part three writing task two like um you could say the the activity or the event was etched with good vibes mm-hmm. or etched with positive positivity, etched with excitement. So anytime yeah. you want to describe the vibe of a place, I think that would be the easiest way to use this on the exam. Yeah. So like speaking mm-hmm. part two, describing events or activities, this would be perfect.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of taking this as kind of a formula, like a phrase. It might be easier for our students on the IELTS exam, and later we can use other learn other ways to use the word etch, but just "etched with something," "etched with a feeling," and we can remember that chunk, that phrase. I think that would be an easier way to be able to make sure we get it in there when it's when yeah when it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: anytime you see a verb like this that's followed by a preposition. This is most likely the col- the only collocation that works so it becomes a phrasal verb, right? Etched yeah. with. You can't say mm-hmm. etched to or etched in like no. So whenever you see a verb followed by a preposition, don't just record the verb, always record it as a chunk like Lindsay said. And yeah, if you could um expand that your your record into the the chunk with the adjective, right? Whatever the biggest chunk is you could remember. Mm-hmm. Um that's the easiest way to use it correctly.
0: Wow, and we guarantee no one else is going to be using these oh, God, phrases. No. <laughs> God, <laughs> no. with the frustration, right? You're going to make the examiner fall off their chair and just Seriously. give you a nine automatically, guys. <laughs> Seriously, like th- this, is, this is amazing stuff. So guys, please come
1: back to our blog, ielts.allearsenglish.com. Search episode 361 because these sentence structures, this amazing vocabulary, it's all going to be in there and you have to remind yourself of it. Don't stop here. Don't stop with listening to this episode.
0: Continue your practice. You're actually going to use these words. Right. And also don't stop with the New York Times here, right guys? Get a subscription to the New York Times. Go and read it as much as you can. I mean, that builds your culture of thinking and your vocabulary for the exam. And especially today, guys,
1: um, this day and age, like some of the stuff Lindsay and I've been talking about, um, I I can't say how important it is to uh, support journalism, to support the people that are um, keeping our leaders in check, so to speak, and trying to find the facts and the truth behind what's happening. So just the subscription, just the digital subscription, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that, yes, it'll raise your IELTS scores, yes, but then you're also going to be supporting the um amazing journalists that do good work. So that's yeah. just an added benefit.
0: <laughs> right. And nowadays it's more and more important to choose the right news medium. I mean, exactly. you know, we've we've had experiences around this country this election season of a lot of kind of fake news ending up out there somehow. Yes. And it's being shared and we want to be careful about what we're reading and which sources we're trusting. I mean, for the most part, we can trust the New York Times. They're a trustworthy source. Yeah, I, I was a little bit disappointed about how they didn't. I mean, when it came to the election, they didn't predict what happened. You know what I mean? But no one did.
1: Yeah. So nobody yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, guys. Just as a last side note, there's also a really good uh, New York Times podcast. It's free. Yeah. It's once a week. And um, it's it's an amazing thing to listen to one or two of the journalists talk about um, one aspect of the current events. And oh. yeah, so if you go to Ooh.
0: iTunes or Stitcher, just search New York Times podcast. Ooh, I'm going to subscribe to that. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Very good. All right, guys. So that's it for today. This has been really good. And, you know, guys use these words, expand, uh, increase that speaking score and writing score. There you go. Oh, awesome. Automatically. All right. All right, Lindsay. Well, you have a wonderful day. (coughs) You too, Jessica. (laughs) I'll see you back here very soon. All right. Bye. Bye.